Welcome back to Fandom at Random. Episode number two. Number two, baby. And I'm just going to, I'm going to go out on a limb, Brian. Yeah, go. This may be our best episode in the history of Fandom at Random. That is a hard, solid point right there. (laughs) We've got a 50% shot to make this the best episode we've ever recorded. I like those odds. I like those odds a lot. (laughs) So what's going on, everybody? Uh, And yeah, we're, uh, we're in the end game now. So, little hint, little hint at what we'll be talking about today, but this is going to be a review, reaction-centric episode, and without further ado, let's get into our this week's fandom focus. Let's get it. And the fandom focus of the week is... Avengers Endgame. Dun, da, da, dun. You may have heard of this movie. Yeah, it's out there. And before we go any further, there is going to be a shit ton of spoilers. So many spoilers. So if you haven't yet gone to a theater, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, what the drop, fuck are you waiting yeah, for? <laughs> yeah, seriously, d- d- drop whatever the hell you're doing and get to a theater, see this movie. Uh, it's probably the fastest three hours of my life. I didn't... I couldn't even tell it was three hours yeah crazy which, which is a testament we're, we're gonna we're gonna essentially go from point a to point z of this movie yeah and we're gonna follow the plot we're gonna chime in what we do like what we didn't like there's not gonna be too much in the didn't like column yeah no gonna but get it all before we even get into the movie let's talk a little pre-film discussion yeah so i mean right off the bat there was an insane amount of money spent on the Holy marketing of this shit, film right i mean you saw there were ads, all of the late night talk shows. Everywhere you looked was Avengers Endgame. Uh, yeah, which Disney can afford it. Let's be honest. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, they're about to take over the world. I think they can afford it. Yeah. yeah so I mean, <laughs> they they can definitely afford it. I thought it was a nice little touch too with the the whole theme of Endgame with again with Infinity War with the snap. Yep. The snap, snap at the mm-hmm. end. All of you you saw all of the actors and actresses that were snapped mm-hmm. really were not in the marketing circuit. Yeah, that's true. They, they weren't going on these late night talk shows or doing anything like yep. that, mm-hmm. which I thought was uh, I thought that was a nice touch. I didn't even notice until you had pointed pointed that out to me earlier. So yeah, you know they crazy. were, and you know every time they talked to actors about it, they just said, "Oh well, I don't know. That yeah. character's dead." What? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Which uh, which on. was great. Everybody bought into it. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I mean, if we want to talk about people buying into it, <clears throat> just look at the ticket sales, man. I mean, MC- and like, you, like you said, MCU is just dominating. It broke all pre-sale records. Yeah. And then we're recording this on a Monday uh, after the technically the movie premiered last Thursday. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the sneak preview night. And it right now it's sitting at 1.2 billion globally. <sighs> Jesus, man. 350 million domestically through the weekend. It this movie is breaking, shattering every record that the box office has ever seen. Inching the, closer and closer to Avatar. Yeah, too, Ava- right? Avatar I believe is at 2.78 billion. Yeah. globally. That's over the entire run of Avatar. Which so it's in one weekend. Yeah, it's already taken. You know, it's roughly thirty percent there. That, yeah, and they'll. So I have no doubts they'll probably with match that. You know, it's got an A plus on Cinema Score. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this movie also has the benefit of terrific reviews. Yeah, man. And I hope it beats it because Avatar it pisses me off, man. You, <laughs> yeah, right. It, to say that's the most successful movie of all time, name 
more than like one character in that movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't not get even me an wrong. actor, like the actual character names. Yeah, I loved it back then. The but it was. The more I aged, the more I'm like, you know what? But it was. But it like was, you said, it was. It was visual porn. It was visual porn, and ultimately the details were forgettable. You know, that was the like whole thing. Said, it's the like actors, you need to go you know? to IMAX to see this movie because it's just so amazing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you know, and it was at the turn of where the special effects were really getting fine tuned, and I feel like they kind of hit it with the special effects and the cgi and everything yeah and it, and that it led way to a whole away. new fetish in blue <laughs> alien people so yeah <laughs> oh man visit <laughs> Pornhub and type in avatar see what you get <laughs> <laughs> so yeah again that was whole all pre-movie the build-up and then finally we got the release of the movie and and it released so hard <laughs> <laughs> it released hard all over the world uh <laughs> yeah. it there's no surprise it's it's amazing. It's so good. I went in with expectations, and everything was either met or exceeded. Yeah. Which, I'm a pretty harsh critic when it comes to any content I kind of read, view, yeah. listen to. Especially the MCU. Yeah, and it just blew away my expectations. I absolutely loved it. Man, it says something. I saw it at 10.15 on a Sunday night, on a school night. And again, and a three-hour movie yeah, starting three at 10.15. movie. I thought for sure I wouldn't make it through without nodding off at least a couple times, but it didn't even feel like three hours, and I was awake the whole time. That says enough about the movie to me, at least, you know? Yeah, Just absolutely. amazing. So let's start out. Let's kick it right off with the plot, the opening of the movie. So it kicks off. You're on a farm, and <clears throat> you see Hawkeye. Yeah. Hawkeye, He's he's got his family, you know, his three kids, his wife. Yep. Baby and, Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> baby Hawkeye. He's training her with the bow. She's already hitting bullseyes. Everything looks great. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of scratching your head like, what's going on? Like, did they survive the snap? Got that itchy feeling and then, deep in you. And then you realize that this is taking place at the end of a fi Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. You know, Hawkeye kind of turns his head, turns back. You can just see the dust blowing in the wind that his Dude. daughter. And then, you know, he turns yelling out his wife, all of his kids' names, kind of looking around. And he's in the middle of fucking nowhere, so he has no idea what's going on. Yeah, so he's panicking, and then, yep. you know, obviously his entire family was snapped, and that's the last of you, Hawkeye. You get the credits now scrolling. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the iconic music. And, yeah, and then it, it really jumps right into it. I mean, this movie does not... Dives right in. It doesn't, it doesn't start slow. Nope. It, you know, right? It's literally three weeks after Thanos used the Infinity Zones to essentially disintegrate half of all life across the universe. All living creatures. Yes, and it you know it yep. flashes flashes to space, and you see Tony Stark and Nebula. They were able to kind of jerry rig one of the ships that was on Titan, mm. and just to at least get them enough fuel. I think they said what it was a couple hours something worth like of that. fuel yeah so they kind of tried to chart a course and they're just drifting in space they're running out of oxygen running out of food and you can tell because they did an amazing job with tony stark looking like he's been starved for three weeks you know yeah. he looks sick and yeah yeah and dead, you see you know? and you you kind of see this that was one of it was brief but that was kind of cool to see you know tony stark and nebula forming that relationship out of necessity oh yeah you know realizing it's survival unlikely relationship right yeah. there you know yeah which was very cool yep i like the whole uh you know playing with the the paper football <laughs> yeah you know holding up school. the fingers tony's oh, yeah. kind of showing her how to play yep and i mean you can tell like tony realizes like dude i can't 
I can't fucking win. I got to let her win or she and might she's kill me. so fucking all out of her element, you know? <laughs> yeah. Unpredictable. You don't know and what you, she's going to do. And you can tell, like, after he lets her, we assume he lets her win. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then whatever, they're buddy-buddy. Mm. So. I like to win. Is that what she said? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like which winning. Which, I mean, she had a she had an effed up relationship with her dad anyway. Her, yeah, she her didn't foster daddy Thanos. Yeah. I mean, from a very young age, he pitted Nebula and Gamora against each other, yeah. essentially in survival of the fittest games, every time one of them lost, they had to get upgrades as a punishment. Yeah, and let's face it, you and, go up against Gamora, you're not going to win. Yeah, lot. and I mean, you look at you look <laughs> you at know? Nebula, it's pretty obvious that she lost a lot more than Gamora in those fights. Yeah. She's probably 90% cybernetic at this point. Mm, which plays into the plot. <laughs> so again, you know, they're drifting, all hope is lost, Tony's kind of doing his little vlog mm-hmm. uh pretty much saying his last rights to pepper last will and testament and lo and behold you see a glow an angel out the window out of the sky. pretty pretty much an angel pretty much and it's carol danvers captain marvel one and only captain marvel you know within first 10 minutes of the film kind of beautiful fl- overpowered superhero <laughs> yeah yeah she's she's definitely op we'll, we'll get to that in a little yep. bit but so no you know what let me just say because i wanted to bring this up did you notice how Nebula kind of placed Tony in the seat right before she showed up? Do you have any idea what that was about? Because I don't. It was weird, uh, right? It, it, it was coincidence. So uh, yeah, you think? You even saw with, because Nebula at this point, she's so cybernetic, she barely needs to eat yeah. or drink. Yeah. And she saw that Tony was just, you know, yeah, lack of sleep, verge. lack yeah. of food, fatigue. Knocking on the Grim Reaper's door. They had, at this point, they've got less than 24 hours worth of oxygen <laughs> left. And she has built that bond with him. I think she was just letting him rest. Yeah. And kind of good point. Just good saying, point. you know what? It's over. Yep. Just sit in this chair. Be comfy. We're going to die. Yeah. But they didn't die. No, they so didn't. So you see Carol Danvers <clears throat> literally just carry the entire ship back to Earth. It lands and you get everybody running out. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Natasha, Bruce Banner, Steve Rogers, Rocket. Thor. Uh, Thor. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Rhodey there. Handsome Thor still, right? Yep. Still, yep. uh, still. <laughs> Very handsome Thor. Godly Thor. <laughs> so, uh, essentially, they immediately, you know, they're, they're talking to Tony. Tony's still hysterical mm. about the whole thing because yep. he's, whatever, he ends up passing out. Yeah, still half so, crazy from the ship. At this point, they're like, you know what? F this. We need to go find Thanos. Let's get the Infinity Stones back. We'll figure out how to fix this shit. Mm. And now that Captain Marvel's there, mm. they feel like they have really good odds to take him down. So... Yeah. Uh, they and, end up, yeah. Let's put a point on that line. Well, we've tried that before, and yeah, Captain she's Marvel, like, You didn't have me, you didn't have me. I don't know how I feel about that, but <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, she's she if she lacks nothing else, it's not confidence. That's I true, mean, very but true. She she can back it up, so that's yeah, you're right, she can back it up. Yep, so again, like this is like the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, they man. end up they get in the ship, they go <clears> find. Where Thanos is hiding out, you know he's the pretty much Farmer John now. Yep. And before they even flash to that, you can see Thanos is all fucked up. Yeah, you know he's limping. His arm is just devastating. He's got like burn the, marks. Looking like the dude from Scary Movie Three. Yeah, strong hand, child. <laughs> I got to use the gauntlet with my strong hand. Uh, <laughs> just gonna make a little mashed potatoes for you, get Captain all up in there. <laughs> So. Yeah, they they immediately zoom in. He's injured. They beat the living shit out of him. Yeah, and take him. He down. just kind of grins. He says, "You know what? You're too late. I use the Infinity Stones to essentially unmake the Infinity Stones." Yeah, which was ingenious. 
It but was. It but took also, a fucking toll on his body, though. And reveals a plot hole that bothers me. I don't know oh. if you noticed it, but okay. if you get into the rules later on in the film, well, I'll bring it up later when we get into the uh, middle of the movie where they explain how they're going to save everybody. I think, and I think I already know what you're getting at. Yeah. And we'll talk about it a bit later. Yeah. I have a counter to that. Okay. All right. Good. So I was hoping you would. <laughs> so you see, again, Thanos, he's kind of bragging, saying, I am inevitable, all this bullshit. Uh, Thor rages out, <laughs> cuts his head off. Fucking right in the neck. Yeah. So, you know, he didn't miss the head that time. Yeah. What do you say? I went for the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they think all hope is lost. Avengers disband. And at this point, I'm sitting in my chair like, I what? What the fuck just happened? I was there. I was like, you know what? We might have seen the end of Thanos right there. I wouldn't have put it past him at that point. And part of me is like, oh shit! Like, I, has this all been like a fake out? Yeah. Which I, I thought this wasn't going to be like until halfway through the movie. Same. That they were going to have to rebuild the team. Yeah. Go hunt him down. Because at this point, no one who has not seen the movie yet knew exactly what the plot of the movie was because they were faking everybody out anyway yeah they used so, they used yeah. that in the in infinity war as well they had fake trailers <clears throat> yes, scenes exactly. that weren't in the movie to throw people off which yep. is great so again we get that whole flash across the screen five years later which you see everybody trying to cope with literally half the world being gone yeah and especially all of our quote-unquote heroes realizing that they failed i love how they did five years later yeah it's enough time to where they're finally beaten down and given up or most of them yeah you know? exactly mm. exactly and it's showing the impact it has on the world i mean you have steve rogers who's reduced to essentially you know running therapy sessions yeah right for people yeah uh and Support that that's group. who steve rogers is i mean he's he's helping any way that he can yeah if he can't be a superhero he's just gonna be you know a hero in one way or another yep yeah and you see Natasha, she's essentially at S.H.I.E.L.D., still trying to run operations. Yeah, took over the role of Nick Fury, Nick Fury uh, essentially. Yep, yeah. and she's keeping in touch with who she has left. Yeah. I mean, you've got Rocket. You've got, uh, who else do we have? You've trash got Captain Panda. Marvel. <laughs> yeah, Trash Panda. <laughs> yep. Uh, right. You've got Rhodey. So it's 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 slim pickings. Everyone with, with, who's left, yeah. Yeah, it's slim pickings. They're all doing what they can, but it's chaos. Yeah. And, and again, everyone's beaten down. They're at a point where they're like, well, what can we do? We have to move on. I think Captain America at one point actually says it. Natasha, you got to move on or something like that. Yeah, right? he does. Yeah. <clears throat> so when she makes that comp or he says, you know, you need to go out and essentially, you know, find what you, what matters to you, alluding to family. And she yes. just says, you know, this is the only family I've ever known. Yeah. The Avengers. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. So... Enter Scott Lang. Motherfucking Lang. Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd's a national treasure, man. I love Paul Rudd. You know, Especially it, his Ant-Man. Holy you know, he, shit. He's great in anything because he, no matter what he is, he's just still Paul Rudd. Yeah. And I feel like he's just <laughs> excited to be hanging out with like all these people. <laughs> and like, it oh, shines my, through yeah. so much. It's like, oh my God, it's Captain America. Yeah, because let's face it. I mean, later in the movie, you know, you realize he's like... He's the guy who's excited to hang out with the Avengers, even though he's kind of part of the Avengers. And yeah, it comes through in his acting. So Hi, well. Mr. America. Yeah. Hey. That's Captain. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, Scott Lang, who, if you saw the end of Ant-Man 2, he was stuck in the quantum realm. Yep. So he was itty bitty. With everyone he knows. Well. Exactly. Everybody was dusted on the outside. As far as so, he was concerned. You know, Hank yeah. Pym, mm -hmm. uh, his daughter. So Hope and yeah, then Hope. Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't remember her name, but 
who still looks amazing oh dude, my for god, her age. Man. Oh my god. I've been in love with Michelle Pfeiffer since Scarface. Holy yeah. hell. And mm. Catwoman. Yes. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer, man. Still still got it going on. Wish I was one of those cats in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so again, five years, Scott Lang uh has been in the quantum realm. Uh just as complete luck, you know, a rat ends up stumbling across the control panel, hits a button, he gets exited from the quantum realm. I'm convinced it's Splinter. <laughs> Turtles. <laughs> yeah. So he has no idea what the fuck is going on. He's in a random garage. He's calling right. for help. He imagine? goes out. He's looking around, and it looks like an apocalypse happened. Yeah. And because it kind of did. It's, yeah. And, you know, he's asking a random kid on the street what happened. The kid doesn't answer. He just goes yeah, off. Just leaves. And he comes across a memorial site. And, you know, that <clears> was... We we got to see some dramatic acting from Paul Rudd in this, which I thought was good. It and wasn't he, all comedic relief. Yep. And, and he did good. Yeah. You know, you see him panicking. He's looking at all the gravestones. And Cassie, he's like, Cassie, Cassie, Cassie. Yeah, and he hope, doesn't. Hope. Yep, yeah. he keeps repeating the names. You know, he doesn't. See, luckily, he doesn't see them, but he sees himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so kind of right. kind of a back to the future moment. Oh, boy. <laughs> which we're going to bring up again soon. Yes, sir. So, again, he, he panics. He ends up, he does end up finding his daughter, mm. which great moment five she's years older. yeah she's five years older she's yep. a young woman now and he's just kind of flabbergasted but at the end of the day he doesn't care it's still his daughter and yeah, yeah he ends up heading back to the and only... i don't think we mentioned this but it was only five hours in the quantum realm yes for him yeah so five he, years so he ends up heading back to the avengers <clears throat> compound he's banging on the door <laughs> and Damn man remember me yeah <laughs> yeah so cap cap and black widow were looking out cap's like is this current footage no so they let Scott Lang in, and he explains that even though it was five years, it was only roughly five hours yeah, man. to him in the quantum realm, which Scott Lang then explains that, you know, within this realm, time doesn't essentially operate and work the way that it does outside. Hmm. So him, in a kind of rudimentary way, <laughs> says, you know, we can we can use this. We, we can probably use this to time travel. We can go. We can fix things. He doesn't exactly know how. Not yet. But he knows that there's a way there. He starts referencing, you know, Back to the Future. Yep. I love the, <laughs> I love, I love what he just, like, they're all just mentioning, like, you know, Quantum Leap. They're mentioning different time travel yeah, movies. time travel And then works. he randomly yells out Die Hard. Yeah. And he's like, wait, no. <laughs> wait, no, that doesn't nope. work. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking so, love it, man. Yeah, it was great. So they decide at this point, there's only one man in the world that can probably figure out how to get this to work. I wonder who that is. Which is Tony Stark. Tony Stark. And again, five years have passed since Tony made his way back. And they, they drive out to the countryside to find Tony. And lo and behold, him and Pepper have shacked up and they had a child. Holy shit. That, yeah. He has a away. daughter. daughter you know, he has a daughter named Morgan. Daughter. Who, you know, he bends down and they have their little, you know, he says, I love you. I which love you, Infinity, so, and she says, yeah, "I love you, three thousand. Three thousand, which is so different from the comic. He's a bachelor, blah blah blah, and uh, with Robert Downey Jr. Man, he he made it work, and he still kept that uh, Tony Stark charisma while also putting through the family man. You know, worked. He made it work so well. Yeah. So at this point, they they do their pitch. Mm -hmm. You know, you have their pitch to to Tony Stark saying, "Hey, this is what we want to do." We think we can go back. We can reverse it. Get back the people that we lost. And unfortunately, Tony... Like, fuck that, dude. Well, Tony, Tony's now... He's like, well, I... You know, yes, we lost things, but yeah. I've gained things. Yeah. I have a daughter. 
more than I still have my wife that can, I'm in love with. Yeah. I can't risk losing this. Mm. And never mind a whole bunch of techno bumble jumble about quantum theory, yeah, you know, and time travel and him saying it's this, you know one in that. <laughs> the one in a million chance. Yeah. So they give up on that and they decide, you know what, we need to go to Plan B. Who's the second smartest guy we know? Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. So they set up a meeting with Bruce Banner, which <laughs> in a cafe, and he's at this point, he also is Professor Hulk. As the professor. <laughs> he's Professor Hulk. Yep. So he has Hulk's body, yet Banner's mind, you know, and that was one of the Banner's... very few things that bothered me about this movie. Yeah, I was hoping that we would still get him them cutting away with the, the full on rage out Hulk. Yeah. Which not to cut too far ahead, but, but there's yeah. yep. there's a point where Banner gets separate. His Banner's soul gets separated from Hulk's body. Mm. I was hoping at that point we it was going to backfire on the Sorcerer Supreme, yeah. and Hulk was just going to get up and be like, yeah. "Hulk smash!" Hulk smash, and just run away. And then Banner was going to be like, "Oh crap!" So many stairs. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was great. So again, uh, they start talking to Banner. You know, it's kind of a fun little interaction. Banner says, Take "Yeah, you know what? Selfie. Let's give it a shot." Yeah, he's taking selfies like, with kids. Dabs, going, yeah, going. <laughs> Paul Rudd trying to. I'm the Ant Man. Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. You know, take the goddamn phone. <laughs> so, yeah, so they they decide to head back, and at this point, they kind of want to figure out, you know, what what can we do here? We need to stabilize travel to the quantum realm. <clears throat> yes. Uh, at this point, Banner and Rocket also, you know, they decide that they need they need to get a team together. And to kind of to kind of figure this shit out. Who do you go to first? So you gotta actually before we even get to that because they uh, at this point they do get you know they're trying to figure it out. They do trial and error, mm. and it's not working. You see a few funny things with Paul Rudd. All of a sudden he's a baby, <laughs> then he's old. Somebody they, pissed in my suit. <laughs> yeah. So they 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 finally get him back, and they're trying to figure it out. And then Tony Stark pulls up, and Tony Stark essentially talks to Cap. And yep. he's like, you know what? We need to do this. With a little help from Pepper Potts, he was convinced. Yep. 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 So, you know, the whole, you know, will you actually be able to rest? Yeah. Knowing there was something you might be able to do. Yeah. So, you know, that eats at Tony. He goes there and, you know, between Tony and uh, Professor Hulk, they get everything figured out. Then Tony essentially creates a quantum GPS Again, time travel mumbo jumbo mm-hmm. that they can safely send people back with the pim particles by shrinking into the quantum realm. Not the time travel we know and love in most movies, though. No, it's, no, it's essentially like entering an alternate reality rather than going back in time in your own reality. Exactly. So there's there's mm-hmm. multiple which plays out through the movie. A yeah, lot. yeah. So yeah. there's multiple. You know, there's string theory. There's multiple different theories with time travel. String theory being. If you go back and you change something, yeah. it's not changing your own future. It's actually creating an alternate timeline yep. that branches off. Creating this is a, a bit timeline. more in that facet. Yeah. Which is why, you know, they can't just go back and they even joke about killing baby Thanos <laughs> before he can do any <laughs> of this. Holy shit, when Rhodes pretends to tie a rope around baby Thanos' Oh neck, yeah. <laughs> and you you can't you can't do that because it's only going to create a divergent timeline. Yeah. It's not going to change their timeline. Not the one they're in, no. So they come up with a theory instead of that, they need to get back the infinity stones to bring back to their timeline, use them to bring back everybody that Thanos dusted. <clears throat> yeah. So the Potential plan is in place, but they need some muscle. Mm. So what do you do? 
You gotta go get you gotta go get Thor, man. The god of gods, Thor. Yeah, Thor. I mean, the guy that essentially ended Thanos. Big got buff and beautiful over here. <laughs> uh, you got the big part right. <laughs> so they pull up to Norway, and uh, they actually talk to Valkyrie a little bit. New Asgard, which was great. I was glad to see Valkyrie back. I liked her character a lot oh, in definitely. Ragnarok. Yep. And she's like, oh, you know, Thor's that way. Mm. They go in. And Thor is just, I mean, if you haven't seen The Big Lebowski. They recast him as fucking yeah. Jeff Bridges from The Big Lebowski. <laughs> he was the dude. <clears throat> the dude. He's got the beer gut. His beard is oh, down. He's, he's half. He's just dreadlocks, yeah. man. Fucking hippie up. chugging yep. beers. So it, it it was great. It was absolutely hilarious. Krog is sitting on the couch playing. Oh, uh, Korg, yeah. Korg, yeah, okay. sorry, yeah. Yeah, Korg is just, oh, hey, mate. Yeah. Hey, somebody's talking shit to me on Fortnite again, Thor. Can you talk to them, please? <laughs> yeah, which was, uh, Korg, man. Korg is so great. We didn't get a lot of them. We got enough, though. No, man. We I, got one enough. of my favorite characters, but we do not, you know, I love him. <laughs> which is actually played by uh, Waka Watiti, which... Uh, Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, I'm sorry, Taka Watiti. Taka Which uh, he was the director of Thor Ragnarok. Oh, no shit. Also, the guy, big, the brainchild behind Flight of the Concords. Wow. Uh, we live in the shadows, so. I did not know. Very, that. very funny guy. He knows how to do comedy very well. <clears throat> yeah. Which Ragnarok, I think. Ragnarok, I mean. Honestly, right? Ragnarok helped change the Marvel landscape. Definitely. It brought in that comedic aspect and. And essentially, you put, saw. I'm made sorry, go Thor ahead. better. Oh, I mean, because I don't know about you, but... The Dark World was fucking terrible. <laughs> I feel like Thor, as a comedy character, just works so much better with Chris Hemsworth and Thor as a character So Chris, Chris Hemsworth's dry humor is awesome. Which and you wouldn't expect from a fucking guy like and him, you, can, you know? And you can tell because it just bleeds through with... You know they, were, you know they went up to him, they're like, listen, we're going to make you fat. I heard rumors it was his idea to... Um, make Thor dad bod fucking alcoholic. I heard he went up to the director and pitched it to them. It's great. It's great. And I mean, it 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 absolutely worked. And yeah. it, it was actually cool to see like, here's a guy that's now not just physically broken and mm. has physical vices, but it's all due to him. He's mentally broken. Yeah. He blames himself for everything that happened and he... He doesn't want to go. The he only thing to get him on the plane is they tell him they got beer on the plane. <laughs> yeah. I love how they didn't dive into it too much, but the whole undertone of the, you know, um, mental illness and everything else, they worked it in enough, but not to where it was overbearing. Yeah. You know? And you see a lot of the characters dealing with it. Yeah. A lot of them. That was speaking a huge of, speak, theme. Speaking of a character dealing with pent up <laughs> rage and depression. So cut to cut to uh, Black Widow. Black uh, Widow, and, man. You know, she's, she's, it, it actually not even cut to her yet, but cut to Japan and you just see this masked figure all in black, just decimating, dicing people, slicing, dicing, throwing stars. I mean, just absolutely laying waste to the Yakuza. Yeah, man. And you see the head of, the head of that particular branch of the Yakuza. There's a beautiful beautiful sword fight scene yeah i mean very very throwback to classic awesome. just yep you know japan action films right from back in the, in the middle, day right in the middle of the street fucking hattori hanzo hanzo <laughs> hanzo hattori so you know it, this whole beautiful fight scene uh the masked figure kills the yakuza and he's standing there and you see black widow you know slowly come up behind this masked figure the masked figure pulls the mask off lo and behold it's hawkeye hawkeye man Who's no longer Hawkeye, he is now Ronan. Yeah. And he's just ruthless. With a fucking mean new mullet. 
Yeah, I don't haircut. I don't know what that was. But <laughs> I, I mean, think he accidentally cut his hair off in those sword fights or something. Yeah, maybe, yeah. man. I, I don't think he gave a shit yeah, at that no, point. That's I mean, true. He lost his entire family, and his whole thing was, you know, he lost his family. Good, innocent people. Why should the scum of the earth still be left exactly. in Rome? Which fucking, when, with those few little lines, like, just added so much depth to what he was doing. That instance right there is the <clears throat> closest thing we've gotten to the Punisher. Exactly. In the MCU. Yeah. And I'm hoping, like, unfortunately, I think that storyline, he got his family back. Ronan's probably dead mm, and gone. I think so. I'm hoping we do see the Punisher at some point. In the war, uh, the um, fucking, what am I thinking here? Rhodes character. The war. War machine? War machine armor. Like in the comic run. Oh, Jesus. If we could see Punisher in the war machine armor, that would be great. I was actually talking about that this morning. There was a great run, too, where uh, the Punisher actually gets the symbiote. Yeah, I and it's, instead of it's Venom, it's essentially he becomes Venom. If we could get one, but of it those has two, the man. Punisher symbol on yeah, the front in white. Oh man, so fucking it's badass. badass. They should keep John Bernthal if they ever do that, though. Yeah, he's he great Punisher. Mean Punisher. Yeah. So again, yeah, uh, she goes back. She tells Clint, you know, hey, listen, I know you're going through all this pain. We think we found a chance, a way to get your family back. He kind of looks up. He says, "Don't, don't give don't me hope. Don't do that to me. No, you know, don't give me hope." And they kind of embrace, and you realize these two characters have a very lengthy history. Yeah. They both came from backgrounds where they were essentially killers. Trained to be kill killers from You know, Hawkeye was sent to kill. He was sent to kill Black Widow. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. Way back in the Mm -hmm. day when she was essentially just a rogue agent. That's right. He decided not to, and so they've got that history. Yeah. So that was cool to see. There's a lot there for them. So at this point, they've got Thor, and they've got Hawkeye back on the team. So they get back. And they kind of do this whole pitch back and forth about, all right, so we know we can time travel. We need to get all of the Infinity Stones back. So they go through each character saying, all right, you know, all right, so you had an interaction with the Soul Stone or you had an interaction with the Mind Stone. Yeah, mapping the timeline out for all the stones. So they're trying to figure out the best point they can jump in, get the stones, get the hell back and use them. Yep. So, and it's kind of a funny, like some of the, especially like Thor, you know, you can tell he's, he's still half in the bag, man. That's he's putting Visine in his yeah, eyes. He fucking, there's like a big window and he's creeping across trying to sneak. He looks like fucking Santa Claus, Claus in his robe, trying to sneak to the chimney. I oh, couldn't yeah. stop laughing, but yeah. So that was great. So <clears> yeah, they, they come up stealth. with this plan and they realize that <clears throat> the number one best place they can go is the Chitauri invasion. On New York back in 2012. Three stones at once, right? Yeah, you can knock out three stones at once. Yeah. At that location. And the other location that they know of would be um, to get uh, with, uh, what's his face, from Guardians? um, Uh, Peter Quill. Quill. Yeah, so Peter Quill, Star-Lord. From the original Guardians, they know where he found that stone. Yeah. So that's when uh, they essentially like, all right, yeah, that's another one. And then the last stone being the soul stone, again, they knew that uh, because Nebula, again, was told that by Gamora, that yes. it was that it was on that planet. So yeah, man. So at this point, they're like, all right, let's put this plan into action. They get all suited up in the badass white time travel Avengers suits. They've all got their Those little pimp. Those look so fucking cool. Yeah, too. they did. You know, they've got their pim particles, and you know they're they're getting ready to you know, essentially head back. Yeah. So, you know, and 
I guess, you know what, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit after we cover a different thing. But I do have, one of my gripes is coming out yep. on this whole team assembly and where they send them. Yep. So, you know, enter Bruce Banner, Steve Rogers. You've got um, Scott, Scott Lang, Lang as Ant-Man yep. and Tony Stark, Iron Man. All four of those guys traveled to New York in 2012, which makes sense for pretty much, you know, all of them. They've been there. They were in that fight. Mm. They know where everything is. Yeah. They so, all fit. You know, Banner Banner heads up to the Sanctum Sanctorum because he knows that's where the time stone is. Yep. And he runs into the Ancient One. Tilda Swinton's back. Yeah, fuck yeah. Which that was that was great to see. She back was, and kicking ass. Yeah, she was great in Doctor Strange. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's trying to convince her, you know, you got to give me the time stone. We, and she's, she's like, like, you know, fuck no. Fuck you, dude. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm the protector of it. Yada, yeah. yada. And she explains to him that if you do this, it'll disrupt the timeline and... Now, all this other bullshit. Here is where one of my gripes I mentioned earlier was. Now, she goes on to explain that all the time stone, I mean, all these stones need to be in place to keep the timeline intact. Nope. No? Not accurate. Is that not accurate? Because I could have sworn no. she said all five She says displacing a stone will create a branch off the timeline that will disrupt everything. Okay. But if you destroy the stones... Like it, so essentially, when Thanos destroyed them, <clears throat> yeah. there was no time travel involved there. That was present day stones yeah. that he destroyed, which I thought would make the time current timeline branch off into a dark path, is what she said. Right? Nope, nope, okay. because because you're destroying I the current proven. you're destroying the current stones then and there. Gotcha. You're not. That's completely different than taking the stones from the, the past. past. Than destroying them in the future because oh, that would fuck okay. up all the past timelines. I stand corrected. So right. again, it's like quantum string theory yes, bullshit. Exactly, yeah. Which it it makes sense. Like it's actually easier if you have like paper. And yeah. You're like all right. So <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a hundred percent, but I wanted to bring yeah. it up. You know. So, and uh, I launched Steins Gate. Quick segue. <laughs> if you if you if you're listening, you like anime and you like time travel, go watch Steins Gate. They talk about this shit all the time. There you go. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. So, again, you've got. Uh, Hulk essentially explaining that and then you know Bruce Banner's whole thing is like well yeah but you know Stephen Strange gave the Soul Stone willingly to Thanos saying this is what we had to do yeah and that's and that's when she's like Tilda Swinton's character the the ancient one is like whoa whoa she's like you know Stephen Strange is the best of us yeah you know if he did this there's a reason there must be a reason yeah and that's when she opens it up and hands it to him and that's when Bruce Banner explains that, you know, once we're done using them, we will return them back to this point in time. Yeah. So it doesn't fuck up all the timelines. And it was cool to see the um, Sanctum Sanctorium during the invasion in 2012 and what was going on over there. She's sitting there battling all the fucking aliens. So it was really cool to see that throwback, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was... I mean, just what well, we can cut that real quick. So again, they're they're back now in 2012, back in the Avengers, and yeah, this whole movie's just at this point, it's just nostalgia bonus. Yeah, man, and it, it's it's great. Fucking it's absolutely great. I mean, we get to go back and fan again, this is 10, 11 years of MCU history, and we're getting to relive it, but in a fresh and new way, which was it was a treat from the outside looking. Yeah, it in. was it was a it was a huge treat. <laughs> yeah, it was. So again, <clears throat> at this point, he's got one stone down. And cut to, let's cut to Steve Rogers real quick. Steve, one of the best things in the movie, man. Yeah, <laughs> this this is up there. This is probably top five for me. Yep, I think so. Which is ridiculous because there's like a top 100 moments probably in this Easily. movie. 
easily. So you have Steve Rogers. He's going in. He's trying to essentially, you know, get the uh, get the Mind Stone, and he comes across and this. <laughs> he comes across, you know, the elevator where the Time Stone is being carried by. I'm trying to think of the guy's name. I think it's a uh, director something. Cro- but his wasn't his name his alter ego Crossbones or something. Oh no, wait, no, you're no. talking about. Um, the, uh, it's one director. of like the directors I like see, that yep. works for Shield, but exactly, yeah. But Cap knows at this point he's actually a Hydra. Agent, Hydra, yeah. As is pretty much most of the dudes in that elevator. <laughs> They're all bought and paid for. So you know, if you go back to Winter Soldier, yeah. If you go back to Winter Soldier, I'm sitting there scenes, and it's it's man. almost verbatim. Yeah. You know the words. It, everything is going the way you're thinking. All right, we're gonna see a badass fight scene in this elevator one again. One of the best fight scenes. Yeah. And instead. <clears throat> What made one of the best things gave me chills? Holy shit! He bends, he bends over to the director and <laughs> he just goes, says, "I got this." Yeah, and then hail Hydra, hail Hydra. Which is everyone looks at him like this motherfucker <laughs> right here just said hail Hydra. So, and it's a great throwback. Um, <clears throat> there was a comic run a while back this. called yep. Secret Empire, mm-hmm. which I know a lot of people in Marvel. Yeah, a lot of people in Marvel comics lost their mind because it. And long story short, Cap was essentially a Hydra agent and sleeper agent for a long, and it was a whole different spin yeah, on it. And how is Captain America going to be Hydra? But yeah, that was the whole controversial part. Of but it. they do a ton of like ton of Easter egg shit like mm-hmm. that throughout the movie, throwing in little like little <clears throat> nuggets and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, so very cool. So he gets the stone. He's feeling all smug, and of course he runs into his 2012 self. Oh shit! <laughs> and he's. He's just sitting there. It's like, nope, you don't understand. You don't have to do this. Yeah. And they again, go, they get into it. Oh, yeah. They fucking yeah. scrap, screw. Because at this point, another cap thinks it's Loki. Yeah, exactly. He thinks it's, he, I got eyes on Loki, he says. Yeah, so he thinks it's Loki. So they're going back and forth. They end up very, very cool fight. And he gets up. He says, I can do this all day. And yeah, and he's he like, can, I know. I know, I know. I know, I, yeah, I know. You can fucking do it all day. We get it, dude, you know? <laughs> so finally, they, they end up getting thrown off. <clears throat> Like the side of a railing and this glass everywhere is smashing. Serious fucking so. drop off that uh, state building, whatever. But again, super soldiers, they can take it. Mm-hmm. So they're fighting, fighting. Eventually, uh, 2012 Cap gets uh, the other Cap in like a kind choke of a cold. submission chokehold. Yeah. And, you know, current day Cap kind of leans and just says, you know, Bucky's alive. Yeah. He knows it's the one thing that's going to make him say, what? Exactly. kind of freeze up. Yeah. Knocks him out. You know, recovers the Mind Stone, looks down and says, that is America's ass. That is ass. America's fucking ass. <laughs> One of the top five lines in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So uh, at this point, you also cut to uh, Tony, who's with Ant-Man. And they're, uh, they're trying to get the Space Stone at this point, uh, the Tesseract. Yeah. And... You know, their whole plan is it's in a little briefcase, so they're going to go ahead and Tony's going to flick Ant-Man onto the briefcase, which he just nails the perfect flick. He gets right on that briefcase, and it actually made me realize after that... He had a lot of practice. He had all the practice with the paper (laughs) football. Exactly. On the the plane, flicking it, flicking it. He does it. It's a dime. Takes skill to let Nebula win. You got to hold yourself. So he had the perfect fucking flick. Yep. So unfortunately with them, shit ends up going wrong. And gets the shit knocked out of him by Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, stars. Fucking boom. You know, Tony has the case in hand. Hulk smashes down the stairs, knocks the case down. They end up losing it. 
and Loki gets away. Yeah, amidst <laughs> amidst all the confusion, Loki ends up grabbing the space stone, which leads into his own TV show, exactly Disney streaming service. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Disney's starting their own streaming service. Obviously, this is the opening now. Yeah. So the current day Loki, as we knew him, is in fact still dead. Yeah. This is a past version of Loki, which now I'm. You know, he he has the space stone again. Yeah. Uh, in an so, alternate timeline. In an alternate timeline. Yeah. So at this point, they realize they effed up, and they're like, oh, fuck. They're like, <laughs> what the hell are we going to do? Tony's face when he gets knocked the oh, fuck yeah. out, man. He's like, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And they, they, I got had, What did he say? Oh, sorry. I, I, I had to take a minute. I got hit by a Hulk or some oh, yeah. shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at this point, they realize they effed up, and he really the only the only option... They both kind of look at each other and they realize, oh shit, there's one other time we know of or think we know of yeah. where the stone will be. And they end up using the last of their pin particles to go back to S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters back in 1970. Because they also realize. Because not only can you get an early, you know, the earlier version of the Space Stone. Yep. You can also get more pin particles. Which, how they didn't realize that earlier in the movie when they were bitching about how they didn't have enough or anything like that. It's like. All right, you know. <laughs> but yeah. they finally realized it. Yep. Yep, so they finally realized it. They get more pin particles. And a very, very, very kind of cool scene. You get to see Tony interact with his dad. Oh, man. Which is very... So cool. Very moving. Yeah. Very moving because... Just one of the few fucking emotional you know, twists on the movie. You know, Tony being a father himself, I think he now understands a bit more of that dynamic, especially on the dynamic he's built with Peter. Yeah, he has clarity on his father and the relationship between him. And, you know, his dad, I think he realizes he's more he's more like his dad than he thought he was. Yeah. And, you know, his dad was a workaholic when he was young, but he was doing everything he did to try to protect America. Yep. And, yeah, they have this kind of bonding experience talking about kids and very, very cool. Yeah. Very, very Amazing kind of cool scene. scene. Definitely. So... They do end up getting that, and, and they grab all that so they can return to the present with the stones. One of the things was, I just want to mention, because it's a funny like little alternate theory, but <clears throat> the handshake between Tony and um, his father, he sticks his finger out and he goes, um, shake it, don't pull it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was funny, but it comes up later on, so yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mr. Howard Stark. Mr. Howard Stark. So... Cut to Rocket and Thor in Asgard. <clears throat> Again, you've got Rocket with the big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get Thor to focus. <laughs> saying, hey, you know. And they, they brought back Jane Foster. They did. She was in there. Beautiful Natalie Portman, man. Yeah, which I, you know, I'd heard there were, for whatever reason, especially after the Dark World. Yeah. I, she said she was done with the MCU. Yep. But she came back to do this, which I thought was pretty cool. They got so many people for such little parts in this movie. It's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, again, they're in Asgard, and Rocket's like, you know, you got to go in there. You got to, whatever, distract her, seduce her. I'll steal, I'll extract the stone from her body. Like, who the fuck is Thor seducing as the big Lebowski? Yeah, I, no one. No one. So, Thor immediately just loses focus when he sees his deceased mother. Yeah. Now alive in this timeline. Oh, yeah. And they kind of go, and they actually have a very beautiful she scene. She sees through the bullshit yeah. right away. They have a beautiful scene back and forth, and Thor, I think, gets some some clarity and some closure. Again, another son-parent moment. Yeah. Yep, they're breaking it down there. Yep, yeah, which was great. And you have... <laughs> so they're having that emotional scene, and you just see Rocket just saying, I got it, I got it! <laughs> I, I fucking took this shit from the <laughs> yeah. you know, little girl, whatever. And, you know, he's got people chasing him, and 
you know, they realize they need to leave, and, and in a great moment, hold you up. know, he, yeah, he embraces his mother, they turn, and then he says, wait a minute, turns, hold out his hand, and... It takes a second. Mjolnir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mjolnir's back. And then he, he gets jumps his hammer up. back. He jumps up and down. He's like, I'm still worthy. I'm still yeah. worthy. <laughs> Classic moment. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. So at this point, you know, he's got Stormbreaker and Mjolnir, but he's, yeah, still the big Lebowski. So. Oh, yeah. So this, this I want to kind of chime in one of my slight gripes with the movie. Yes. So at this point, we're now down to one stone left that we haven't talked about. Yeah. And that's essentially... The um, stone? Yeah, that's yeah. Barton and Romanoff. So, again, Hawkeye, Black Widow, heading to Vormir to get the Soul Stone. Yeah. So, again, what you're gonna say. Barton and Romanoff yep. going to get the Soul Stone. This is a stone that they may not know much about it. They may mm. not know much about Vormir. Yeah. But between Tony Stark and Nebula... They know enough that it took Gamora's life, or essentially Thanos Thanos went there with her to get the stone. Thanos left with just the stone. Exactly. Knowing that, you know, whatever, he killed her. They don't they know, know exactly what happened. But they know that he mourned her death extremely. And he so returned you, they're, without they're Gamora. They're smart people. You can put two and two together and say, all right, he had to sacrifice his daughter yeah. to get the stone. Yep. So now you're sending two of your teammates there. Knowing that you're probably going to need a sacrifice to get this stone. Which I kind of would argue a little bit. They leave it open enough to where if you stretch a little bit, it's like maybe they didn't make that jump. And my counter argument to that is, okay, so maybe they don't make that jump. You're yeah. still going to a planet that you know nothing about. Exactly. To get you don't a stone, send your underpowered you send, fucking human guys. You send you know? <laughs> two humans. You send two humans that, yes... Very capable, badass humans. Definitely. In the span of Marvel. Yeah, but you within their have, own right. You couldn't have offset these teams a little bit? Mm-mm. It was a plot device. Yeah. Because they had to send somebody who had something worth sacrificing, which we both know they love each other in a way that no one ever could. Yeah. And that's how we got there. <laughs> yeah, know? so that was... You're right. You're right. That was a little I bit of my issue. I feel like team composition wise, they yeah. could have done that. And I feel like leading up to that Soul Stone, I think they should have had a slightly better idea. I think you're right. Of what they had to do. Like I said, I could give it a little bit of leeway, but yeah, yep, you make a good point. So again, they go back to twenty fourteen on Vormir. Uh they learn from the Soul Stone's keeper again, Red Skull. That was such a great choice to oh, make man, him I know, right? the Soul Stone Keeper. It's actually useful in his That role. it can only be required by sacrificing <clears throat> someone that they love. And this, at this point, they look at each other, and they both realize that <laughs> that each one of them wants to make the sacrifice yeah. of themselves. That's who they and are. And neither one can let the other one do it. No. And they actually start essentially fighting, fighting to protect the other Instead from of sacrificing themselves. Battling to the death, they're yeah. battling for the yeah, death. Yeah, to prevent the death, yeah. which was, that, that was cool. Yeah, I thought it, that was pretty cool. It was cool, but I think it went on a little too long. Because at the finally at the point I'm like, all right, one of you motherfuckers gotta <laughs> gotta decide which one's gone because yeah. you know. But the fight nonetheless yeah. was fucking awesome, and I thought he was going at, Hawkeye, at that yeah. last jump, and then she grabbed him, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Yeah, and I spoke too soon. There was one more stone left. I forgot about oh. the one on Morag with the uh, right. Nebula and Rhodey yes. War Machine. They go to steal the Power Stone from Peter Quill, which again, I. I <laughs> I can't complain too much about the composition on this one, the team-wise, because, you know, Nebula 
knows that the stone is there. She seems like she knows the area. Yeah. Because they've been hunting for the stones. Yep. And it's, you know, it's Peter Quill, Guardians of the Galaxy. She's I'm still, part of that universe. Yeah, I still feel like, I don't know, I, I still feel like Nebula knowing that what went on with the Soul Stone, I feel like she would have wanted to go yeah. for the Soul Stone you instead think. of, but the... Po- I, well, that along with her fucking dated Wi-Fi connection problem that essentially threw the whole movie into an upturn. Yeah, which we're about to get to in a second. Yeah, it's like, all right, it was setting something up, which is, you know... Again. In, in general... It, my only very few problems with this movie was you could tell there was a lot of plot devices. Not yeah. a lot, but a few. Enough, Which, you know. And then again, not to dwell on <clears throat> plot devices and things going perfectly this way and that. But then yeah. again, at the same time, this was the one in whatever, 30-something or 30 million whatever chance. True. That Doctor Strange said. So we're seeing the one the in whatever, perfect the perfect setup. version of yeah. everything going the way it should. I never thought so about maybe, that. Yeah. So maybe in retrospect... You know, maybe if the teams, maybe in an alternate timeline, the teams were different and yep. it didn't work. Exactly. So maybe it had to be this way. Yeah, this is the so, one we're watching. I don't know. Now. I talked myself back into it. Yep. Marvel, you're geniuses. <laughs> Fucking genius. <laughs> Good job, Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. So, again, uh, we have Rhodey and Nebula go get the Power Stone from Peter Quill. We get a nice little intro to the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> with Peter dancing. Without the music. Yeah, Star-Lord. <laughs> yeah so that was pretty cool then he gets knocked out knocked yeah the fuck yeah, out by fucking great. war machine Don't. <laughs> so roadie uh war machine ends up grabbing the power stone he ends up going back but nebula goes to go back and she can't do it she's like <clears throat> <laughs> and it's all because her cybernetic implants like you said the uh intergalactic wi-fi kicked <laughs> yeah. in bluetooth and it starts interfacing with her 2014 self and through that connection is where shit starts to really hit the fan. You get Thanos realizing, you know, he ends up going back. They're able to kind of look through the memory Just banks. so confusing, man. Yeah. And, yeah. and kind of able to see all of the current Nebula's memories yep. through the earlier Nebula, or the 2014 version of Nebula. Yeah. And he realizes that he succeeded. And the last thing he sees is his head getting chopped off, which I don't even think matters too much to him. Because no, he doesn't like he care says, because he succeeded. This is my destiny. Yeah, yeah which is he fine. Accepted but, it. but then he realizes the whole plot of getting the stones back to undo what he did. And he's like, that's oh, what shit. That's yeah. what sets him off. Yep. That's when he's like, fuck this. We're going to take the fight to them. Yeah, we can't have this, you know. So they plant a sleeper. So 2014 Nebula disguises herself and goes back. With one sliver of metal. Yeah, she's a cyber cyborg, whatever. You know. Yeah, exactly. So she goes back, and uh, yeah, yeah, she got a got a sleeper agent now. And what'd she do again? She um, her whole oh, thing she was brought the ship back through the uh, time machine. Yes, yeah. She she essentially went. She wanted to get the essentially the temporal quantum GPS. Yep. with the pin particles to allow Thanos. How you fucking remember that? I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> Steel trap, man. Mm. It's all up here. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, give that to Thanos so he could travel back with his ship and all of his crew and everybody else back to present day. Because now he knows all of the Infinity Stones are there. He can get his gauntlet current day. He doesn't even have to do what he did. No, they did all the work for him. They did all the work for him. Unbeknownst to anyone else besides him and Nebula. Yep. So, and at this point, you know, back in current day, you've got all the guys kind of talking about it. They have the Infinity Gauntlet recreated tony made it 
you know, with, with his nanotech. Nanotech, yeah. This nanotech. So nanotech it's a glove, glove, a gauntlet that can kind of fit to whatever hand puts Anybody. it on. And they're all kind of looking at it like, all right, well, who's going to do the snap? Because they mean, saw what it does yeah. to Thanos. Immediately Thor is saying he needs to do it. And, and I think that's more like, I think that's more out of guilt. Yeah. And and everyone's like, dude, you got a dad bod. You're not gonna be able to handle exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> they yeah, flat out like, say that. They're like, yeah. You're you're unfortunately you're not you're in no condition, no condition. to handle the snap. It'll yeah. kill you. Right. Which is when Bruce Banner pipes up, he says, You know what? He's like, you know, the Hulk that it's essentially gamma. Where he finally comes into play powered. again. You yeah. know, finally. But yeah. He steps up, says it's got. I was made for this, is what he says. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> you get Professor Hulk. He puts the gauntlet on, and you can tell he's in massive pain. Instantly fucks him up. Yeah, he's in massive pain trying to do this, but lo and behold, he's able to snap. He does it. There's a moment. There's a flash, and then you know he's on the ground. He's in a shit ton of pain. They yeah. get the gauntlet off, and there's a very beautiful sequence of. Again, this is a testament back to uh, Ant-Man, Paul Rudd, actually being able to do those dramatic scenes. Yeah. You know, that they're kind of talking to Bruce Banner. It gets quiet, and he slowly walks. You can see the sun. Oh, one of my favorite The scenes, sun coming man. through the windows. <clears throat> the, and the birds like, flying The birds around. are flying, yep. and all it's sunny. Everything looks beautiful. And then... And he says, you know, guys, I think we did it. Yeah. And then you see Hawkeye's phone ring. It's his wife. And, you know, he's just welling up. Yeah, and you get this flood of emotion, and then, what and then unfortunately, see? a little glowing blue light coming out of the sky. Yeah, and... You don't even know what it is at this point, because it doesn't actually show it being launched, right? No. You just kind of see it, you have a feeling, and, and then next shit thing, no, explodes. Scott gets shit whipped through the building. Luckily, he still had his suit on. It, yeah, and the or whole building would have been down. Yeah, he would have been done for. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so the whole building, whole Avengers complex gets blown to shit. Yep. It all comes down on them, and lo and behold, it's Thanos. <laughs> yeah. His flagship's <clears throat> up there. He's fucking here, and he's ready to boogie. Yeah, so he's pissed. So you see the Hulk down there. He's trying to hold up a shit ton of rubble while being di- already being yeah, essentially by the one ground. arm. Yeah. yeah, one arm is effed up, so he's yep. got one arm. So Thanos lands, and he tells Nebulino, "Hey, bring me, bring me my gauntlet." Mm. And he just kind of sits out there. He's got his like double sided <laughs> sword spear yeah, thing. The badass does again does not have the gauntlet at this point. <laughs> yeah. So. Do we know what that sword's made out of to what, break a fucking vibranium Well, I was going to say whatever it is, it's stronger than vibranium. Yeah, exactly. So he's kind of sitting there, and then walking out, you get Cap, Thor, Iron Man. They all walk out, and the again, you're getting few, the originals. Man. The original few. The original three, yep. and they're like, you know what? This is it. We need to take him on right now. Yeah, all or nothing. And they just start... Blow for blow, going back and forth, and Dude. again, it's a testament of you know Thanos. Again, he has no Infinity Gauntlet, no Infinity Stones <clears throat> buffing him, which is why I think they did Dad bod Thor, <clears throat> because Thor took him on with the Infinity Gauntlet and almost won. Yes, they had to power down Thor somehow, some way. So it was a win on both sides. He was a little yeah, underpowered because there, he was out of shape, and the comedic value in what they did with Thor. Yeah, know? and there was. Absolutely no question that he was much weaker. Much, exactly. much weaker than when he originally got Stormbreaker. Yeah. 
but he still he still was a god. He was still I mean, able to hold fucking, his own. Dude, he's dual wielding Mjolnir, meow meow, and fucking would you say Stormbreaker, right? Yeah, he's dual wielding him. One of the best fucking things in the movie. Holy yep. shit! Yep, yep. <clears throat> so there's that. They're beating the shit out of each other back yep. and forth, and blow for blow. Yeah, you see Thor just get pretty much knocked out. You know, Tony Stark gets fucked up as Iron Man. Yeah. Then it's really just him and Cap going toe to toe. Yeah, man. And that's when you get the, the, the choo, 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 like the spinning blade. Yep. Hitting the vibranium shield and it's breaking the Bink, shield. Bink. The seam again, the indestructible shield. Yeah, just being chipped away. Which this to me was like it, it was just a, the symbolism there too I loved with you know, he he gets blown back at one point. He's on the ground, he looks and his shield is just all left off. Yeah. It's almost more than halfway gone. Almost it's tattered. Useless. Yeah. And even though the shield is gone, he still gets back up. Kind of a callback in the movie to, I can do this all day. Yeah. You know, you can see it in his face. He tightens his chin strap, you know. Yep. Yep. So he's, you know, he's getting ready to go. And then, uh, I think, yeah, does that happen at that point? Yeah, I think it does. I think that's where we're at. So, oh, yeah, no. he goes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, he goes. Yeah, yeah one he, of my favorite scenes of the movie is coming up. By the way, yeah. So I think Thanos. I think they essentially rush each other, and that's when you see Cap <sighs> summon and wield Mjolnir. Yeah, and fucking the theater. Just, the theater erupted. Oh my god, man! You know Everybody. he's spinning it. He yeah. starts shooting the lightning. And actually, no, we missed something. Cap gets up, gets ready for a battle, but at this point, Thanos is kind of advancing on Thor. He's, he's going to the, kill someone else. Yeah, Thor's yeah. on the ground. He sticks his hand up to summon Mjolnir, and instead of going to his hand, it fucking That's flies it. right by him into Captain America's That's hand. It. And he goes, I knew it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that was so fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Thank you for uh, mm. refreshing that. Just remembered that. So, yeah, and it was just such a great... You see Steve Rogers, this human, wielding the weapon of a god... Because again, Mjolnir can be, it can be wielded by anyone it deems worthy. Yeah. Which we've only seen three people in the MCU be able to wield it and hold it. Yep. Thor, Captain America, and Vision. Yeah. And in Age of Ultron, when he, he it kind of it. itched a little bit, you he know. He budged it. And part of me, part of me in the back of my mind is like, was he able to lift it and he just yeah, didn't want to? Exactly. To I make was Thor feel the like. Same thing. <laughs> They're at a party, you know. I mean, that's kind of a groundbreaking moment. You don't want to kill a fucking party by doing that. You yeah, know? but he definitely budged it. And you saw Thor kind of get nervous. Yeah, he was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's this? <laughs> you know? So, unbelievable. You see him start using Mjolnir. He's doing combo moves and shit off yep. the shield. Fucking amazing. Just, oh, but unfortunately, He's finally on level with Thanos. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, what ends up screwing him, you know, Thanos calls in his army to lay siege and they start coming down and just effing everybody up. Yeah. And just re- a gigantic fucking army, too, man. Yeah, just huge, all coming out of the flagship. Yep. And at this point in the background, you also have, you know, present-day Nebula with the twenty ver- the 2014 version of Gamora, mm-hmm. who at this point, Gamora, just like she did, the Gamora that we knew and loved that died. Yeah. She has no love for Thanos. She turns on him yet again. Which we did a lot of the movie. We saw her and Nebula as both enemies. They're still 
under their father's rule. Right. And they hated Gamora, each other. Yeah. And Gamora is even like, yeah, his goal, your book bubble. And then we finally see her turn into the one we know and love. Yeah. Yep. So again, uh, that interaction happens. Present day Nebula ends up killing past Nebula. Yep. When uh, she tries killing, I believe it's Hawkeye, correct? Yeah. Hawkeye's got the gauntlet. Yeah. I believe. And she's about to grab it from him. Yeah. She's trying to grab that. So Gamora comes up behind and shoots her. I mean, yeah. Um, Nebula. Yep. Yeah, which was uh, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So all this shit's going on, and you know, Cap gets knocked down again, gets up again, and Thanos is just moving in. You know, yeah, his whole "I am infinite" destroy them. Yeah. Then Cap looks up. He sees just the the sky is almost black with Thanos's army. Cap. Yeah. Come in. Cap. Yeah, and you get the little on your left. On your left. Oh, fucking dude, that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> and then you slowly start seeing all the Doctor Strange portals open up. Yep. And it's just, it's it's Dude, so epic. scene where it's they so fucking epic. all bust through those portals. You see Spider-Man swing out. I was out. busting. It was crazy. I was like, <laughs> 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 So, again, you get all of our, all of the previous heroes all the way back from the beginning of the MCU. Yeah, That man. we've grown to love. You know, dozens of these portals open up. They Everybody. all start flooding out. You got the Wakandans coming back with Black Panther. Even the Wasp. Spider-Man. I mean, yeah. You know, the Wasp. They it, had everyone. It goes, you know, Scarlet Witch. The list goes on and on and on. Yeah, man. And they all come out and then, you know, Cap just looks forward and then you finally get it. You've been waiting 10 years Holy for it. Holy You know, Avengers, assemble. Yep. He kind of whispered assemble, but kind of bothered me, but I could look past it because he yeah. said Avengers, assemble, <laughs> you know. And then you just see the two armies running towards Damn. each other, and they just fucking That would make clash. a great fucking poster. Oh, yeah. Holy it, hell. It's gonna, it'll happen someday. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, and the, and the fight... The fight is just epic. I mean, you've got everyone There's there now. So, we can't you've got even... the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Asgardians, the Wakandans, the Ravagers yeah, are there. Yeah, man. Fucking people up. You've got Pepper Potts showing up as rescue. Oh, that kind of bothered me, but it was cool. It was cool, but it, it's like, all right, so let's leave your kid as a fucking orphan if you lose, you know? But yeah, but it was cool to see her at in the, the same armor. time that the fate of the world yeah. is on the line. I get and it. And Happy that, was there. Happy yeah. was taking care of her. That's true. But yeah. I mean, I think she realizes that. You know, whatever. I mean, she she loves Tony too. Yeah, she doesn't she want Tony to, to fight up. alone, and she knows that she can fight. She can do something as rescue. Yeah, which we kind of have to suspend belief a little bit and just imagine that he trained her in the suit for a long time off screen. Yeah, you know, because she operated well, well. They had a full. They had a full five years together. That's who true. knows what they were doing out there. Exactly. So, but you she saw took him on. And you know, they were back to back, man. You know, he made the comment, and you know, he he has his garage and uh, his daughter. Was it Morgan, I believe? Um, yeah. So his daughter was holding the Iron Man helm, and I think it was something along the lines, like, I made that for mommy or yep. something like that. Not that she ever wears anything I make her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And again, they're they're fighting just the entire Thanos army. Shit's going crazy. And we could mention so many scenes, but they're just too many that we can't really do it detail by detail. Cause yeah. Because the battle was that epic. You Essentially, know? you know, they... They've got the gauntlet. They're trying to make. They're trying to play keep away. Yeah. To keep her from Thanos. Yep. First, and, um, Hawkeye had it. Yeah, Hawkeye, Spider Man, Spider Man, Black and, Panther. Yeah, T'Challa ends up getting it. Yeah. And you just see everybody. They're focused on everyone doing all these different things. Hot and then, potato, plain hot potato. Exactly. Mm. And then 
one of the more badass scenes to me was um dude scarlet witch dude this is what i've been waiting for because scarlet witch has been one of my favorite characters since age of ultron i think she's been underplayed underused just put in the background you saw it in infinity war a little bit a little bit came out and just wrecked shit exactly and then because in the comics she's way more powerful what is it wanda something right no, it's it's Wanda, it's Wanda. Um, but I'm I'm talking when in Infinity War when she does that thing. Uh, what's Black Panther's uh, the Wakandan woman? Oh, I wouldn't even. She's be able with to Scarlet Witch. Yeah, uh, but uh, I apologize. Plays, Her name she plays Michonne on Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, she's freaking awesome. Yeah, she's like, and, what was she doing up there the whole time? <laughs> right, but she's just supposed to be this fucking powerhouse, and they finally showed it in this movie. She fucking takes Thanos up in her powers first of all thanos is like i don't know you she's like you will oh yeah and lifts him up starts tearing his armor off like a fucking can opener. yeah and he can't do anything no he's the, he literally has to scream you know rain hellfire the first time since this these past two movies where thanos had to call for help because he was in a position where he couldn't do a damn thing yeah and it was it was if you get a chance read house of m yeah because it's which I haven't caught yet, but yeah. I've heard good things. Check it out. I mean, it's same deal. Yeah, you know she's wicked powerful, but unfortunately Thanos panics, Hellfire rains down, ends oh, up knocking man. her back. Yep, and ends up just effing up a bunch of the Marvel characters. Literally rain fire. Yeah. yeah, and even his own troops. He doesn't give a fuck at yep. this point. What about our troops? Yeah. <laughs> we can't hurt like, our troops, Captain. <laughs> We're giving it all troops. we got. <laughs> giving it all we got, Captain. <laughs> so. You know, again, Hellfire opens up. Everybody's yep. fucked up again. Thanos is going to get the gauntlet. He's just walking over there. Yeah, and then you hear the... All of a sudden, you see, like, way up in the clouds. There's these, All like, the missiles are going off into the distance. Yeah, you like, start seeing these, these flashes yeah. of energy in the clouds. It's like, what the hell is this? And then the entrance of Captain Marvel... The human can opener. Because <laughs> she just carves through She carves like a literally knife, through you know? just a giant ship. Yeah. Wrecks the shit out Puts of it. Puts it out of commission in one fucking shot, man. Yeah, comes down and just... Yeah, there is without question, she is the most powerful character in the MCU. Definitely. Um, Just her, honestly... She's so powerful, I'd, I'd probably... She probably could have handled that entire army on her own. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. So, yeah, they get to that point where... Sporting a new haircut, too, by the way. Yeah. Looking fierce. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, her entrance is epic. You know, she slams the ship, ends up fighting Thanos one-on-one. And fucks him up a bit. A he, little bit, He gets yeah. her a little bit, too. Yeah. Once he has the gauntlet on. The fucking soul stone punch. I mean, yeah. the power stone punch. Yeah, the power stone punch, but she bounces right back after that. No, no, no. First, it was the headbutt, and she, dink, not oh, yeah. even phased. And then after the power stone punch, she got fucking sent weeks into the past. I mean, not literally, because we're talking about a time travel movie, but <laughs> she literally got early. sent away by that punch. It hit, and I was like, God, damn! <laughs> exactly. And then we don't see her again after that, I believe. She, until the... um until later on in the movie yeah, yeah which they had to do because she was just yeah too... if she stuck around too long nobody else would have been useful you know yeah so and then God we also we get a, we get kind of a cool we get kind of a cool scene with uh essentially all the women of marvel yeah also uh, i think i think before dude. she gets i think before she gets nailed 
Because I know yeah, Captain Marvel's in that right, scene, too. You're right, because Captain Marvel grabs the gauntlet and Spider-Man says, how the hell are you going to get through there? And that's when every woman on the battlefield conveniently is all within 10 feet. No, he says, like, how are you going to get through there alone? Oh, yeah, alone. And, and that's then when someone else bing, says bing, she's bing, not bing, alone. Bing, 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 and they're all like, we'll help you. And yeah. it's like, come on, man. I didn't <laughs> like it because, first of all, half those women are some seriously underpowered beings compared to everyone else on the battlefield. And it's like they were all within 10 feet of each other ready to pounce on Captain Marvel at a moment's notice, you know? <laughs> but anyway... I digress. Yeah, I mean, again, it was a it, it it was more of a nod, and I didn't mind. It, it was, yeah. I really didn't mind it, especially um, in this in a day and age where you know there were some like younger girls in the theater. True. That you could hear they were like screaming. They got very excited about it. Yeah. And you know that that's a good thing. Like you know, comics and all these things. You know, it should be it should be representative of everyone too. Definitely. And it's good to get new blood and other people into it. Yep. And I didn't have a problem with it because I mean. How many times in these movies did we get like all the guys together doing some yeah, epic like moment I, or like zooming in on them doing some epic things? Yeah, so, I know. was fine. It was to me <clears throat> if they did that for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, but it yeah. was a quick. It was a quick thing. I didn't it have was. an issue with it. Yeah, and it was kind of a cool recap. The one issue I did have with it, you had no. There was no no Black Widow, which obviously she's dead at this point. Which but that sucks because then like the centerpiece of the movement for women yeah, in it, these MCU films. Yeah, you know? exactly. If you go yeah. back to beginning of MCU, it started with it started with her. Exactly. So and she was, wasn't there. It was a bummer not to see Black Widow get to yeah. share screen time in that moment. But mm-hmm. I digress. So yeah, at this point, you know, shit's still hitting the fan. Thanos Thanos has the gauntlet at this point. You know, he's getting ready to do the snap. Tony Stark is now fighting him to the best of his ability. He's getting knocked back. All different shit's going on. And yep. Tony Stark kind of looks over. He sees Doctor Strange look back at him. And Strange holds up one finger. Yeah, which I thought at first was, don't shake. <laughs> shake it, don't pull it. <laughs> and he was talking about the pot, the fucking gauntlet. Like, don't pull it. Shake the stones <laughs> off, you know. <laughs> Which I wasn't the only one I found out. There are people out there who thought the same thing. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> it's like pull my finger. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, so you know, he holds it up and I think Tony Tony realizes in that moment that this has all been playing out. This is all still part of that one in a million shot. Cause earlier in that scene he's like Is this it? Is this when we win? And Strange is like, if I tell you that, it's not going to happen. This is where Strange is like, right now, dude. Yeah. Fucking do it. (laughs) Yeah. And and Tony realizes that, you know, Strange kept him alive for this moment. Yeah. This was their chance. This was what we all knew. So Tony goes up. He again starts fighting Thanos. And he kind of does a quick little move over the gauntlet. Pulls back because remember at this point mm. that gauntlet is his nanotech. That's right. Yeah, it's his nanotech. He can he designed he, it. He can have control, it's his baby. Yeah, just by interacting with it, he's got the other nanites on his own suit. I was yeah. So Isn't it in his blood, I thought maybe no. no. Okay, no. Nope. Right. Nope. That's in the comics. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Um. So essentially, yeah. He the nanites grab the power stones. Well, Thanos we doesn't even realize. Yeah, it. Yeah, we don't even realize. Oh, the it. Infinity Stones. I mean, I we say. see it coming, but Thanos is like. I am inevitable. Yeah. Snaps his fingers. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. What the hell is going on? And that's when we realize Mr. Stark took his nanite, nanites or whatever he calls them and stole the stones. Yeah. Back, and you, you see 
you see Tony lift his hand. Yep. The stones are now on his hand. And holy shit, the and then moment probably that's coming. Like, yeah, just the probably one of the best <clears throat> and unfortunately the last heartbreaking the scene. last line we ever hear Tony Stark, Robert yep. Downey Jr. Maybe not. We'll talk about that in a little yeah. bit, but um theoretically the last line we ever get to hear him say, the the man that started the line that ended the first movie the MCU. of the MCU universe. Yeah. You know, I, he just says, uh, yeah. And I, I am, am Iron, Iron Man. Man. Then fucking oh. snap. And I literally felt it. I oh, bounced yeah. back in my seat. I was like, oh. <laughs> and, <laughs> like I've been slapped in the face. Yeah. Yeah. So not to play down that moment, but man, that shit was powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was 10 years building. Yeah. So. Yeah, that whole moment happens, and Thanos is looking around, confused, looking up, and you see slowly all these people from his army, ships, things start disintegrating. The roles have been reversed. Yeah, and Thanos realizes that, oh shit, you know, we're we're all going to get dusted. I am not in inevitable, is what he realizes. <laughs> yep, and the last thing, you know, Thanos sits down, realizing he's defeated, fades away. Then the camera cuts back to Tony. <clears throat> Which at this point you can see the hand that he used yep. all up his arm, his face, he's just shredded. Yeah. And he's, he's absolutely basically comatose. Yeah. Yeah. And he just he sits he sits down, his entire body is ravaged mm. and most other people would just be dead. They would give up there on the spot. But yeah. he's still in the back of his mind, he's still fighting. He still feels like there's things he needs to do. Yeah. And then slowly Prominent characters from the MCU come over, dude, and you know Peter goes up, which is kind of a role reversal from Infinity yes. War, where instead of him being scared for himself, I, I don't want to die, Mister Stark. He's sitting there. Yeah, don't we go. Won. Don't go, Mister Stark. We won. We won. And like, dude, that's when I kind of just let go. I'm like, give me the fucking tissues, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that that whole scene is kind of going on, and I think. It really cemented the impact of the scene by Tony Stark doesn't say anything. He can't. Yeah. Literally some... every every fiber every fiber of his being is just the only focus right now is don't die. Yeah. Stay just, alive. That's all he is focusing on. And finally Pepper sits down. She's not crying or breaking down. She's smiling. Yeah. She's saying, you know, you you did it. You're a hero. You saved us all. She knows. Yeah. She knows he's all done. This and is what was coming. And she just looks at him, and says, "You know, you can, you can rest. You can now. rest now. We'll be okay. Yeah, we'll oh be okay. You can God, rest, man." And he just, you just see him nod off. Yeah. And then you know the waterworks start, and oh, everyone's. Man. It went all quiet, <clears throat> completely like a moment of silence in the movie because it just shows Captain America staring at him, no background music, no sound effects, yep. just dead quiet, and you could hear the whole theater like, <laughs> one kid, just like after five seconds, you. <laughs> like he was holding it in and he was waiting yeah and he couldn't hold it in any longer it just burst out of him but you could hear the whole theater one crying. kid named yeah. brian taylor everyone. no 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 not me not me <laughs> i swear i mean maybe a little bit but <laughs> yeah so very emotional very emotional yeah, so so bad. those were the two the two main deaths we got Yep. Again, Black Widow, that sucked as well. So, you know, two and early people mainstays. Said they, we didn't give her, you know, her time. But after um, after Hawkeye returns without her, 
they we do get a moment where Hulk flips out, throws a bench, everyone kind of mourns her. So you oh know, yeah, we had that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So again, cut to Stark's funeral, which they're kind of going through all the different people. It's funny that you and I, actually, I don't know, it wasn't you and I. Um, when I left the theater, uh, my buddy Joe and I kind of mentioned the same thing. They're like. Because they're showing all these prominent people from the MCU. Yeah. They're like, who the fuck was that kid on the right? I was going to say, because I added this to the right notes before, before Captain it Marvel. Right in here, yeah. Right before that. And it was um, it was, it was Ty, Ty Simpkins, Simpkins who played Harley Keener in Iron Man 3. Because I didn't know that at first either. If you remember Iron Man 3, the little kid that essentially he yeah. goes in his garage and he builds. Tony Stark's like. <laughs> the little kid's like into robots and yeah, shit too. And mechanics. what does he say to the kid? Oh, wow, wow, you lost a dad. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Something like that. Pretty much. Know? Yeah. So that was kind of a cool throwback, but it, it was definitely jarring seeing I know I them. Think I it's know more them. Than I know who throwback. the hell. It, it could be. I, that's I that's open out, for discussion, but it definitely could be. I found out something today that there was not an end credit scene, but at the complete end of the movie, before it goes black, my buddy told me there's a sound effect like a hammer hitting metal it's the exact sound effect from iron man one building the iron man yeah when he's when he builds the original iron man suit with that clunk people are saying uh harley keener the kid at the funeral may possibly be building an iron man suit it could be it could and i've got another theory but yeah i've got a few out there yeah but so again very sad but luckily in keeping with this film they still brought some humor back in at the end so you weren't quite yeah, they, walking they out broke bawling. Yep. You know, you bring in uh, Thor. He appoints Valkyrie. She's the new ruler of New Asgard. New Asgard, yeah. Which uh, good call. <laughs> yeah, he, right. he was not getting the he job. He needs done. a little time to get uh, you know, get his mind right. Oh man, who's gonna help out Korg with Fortnite now? Though I don't know, man. He's gonna win those. The dude is gone, man. Oi, oi, where'd Thor go? I'm gonna break that controller. And shove it up your butt. <laughs> this is Thor, God of Thunder. <laughs> so. Yeah, he points Valkyrie, and then he goes. He goes and joins the Asgardians, Asgardians. of the galaxy. <laughs> I love that man. Which, which is it's great. They had that whole scene him and Quill. Dude, he's like, "Oh, you're the leader." Of course, of course. We, of course we know who's in charge. Yeah, of course we know. Of course we know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, so. perfect. Those two together. I, I honestly, good chemistry. Me, me and Peter Quill haven't had a great relationship. These movies, I have a love hate relationship with them, but. Him and Thor, gold together every yeah. time. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be that'll be curious to see if Guardians three if they keep Thor. I'm sure they'll in that. I mean, I maybe we, the first fifteen. Minutes we now know. Movie. I mean, no question. A big plot point Will of be. of GOG three is going to be them trying to recruit and get back Gamora, Green Lady. Yep, Gamora. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're gonna try to <clears throat> try to lure her back in. Definitely. Yeah. Because she disappeared. No one knows what happened. She just ditched the battlefield, never to be seen after that, or at least until Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And then again, winding down to the end of the movie, uh, you get Steve Rogers, who has tasked himself with returning all of the Infinity Stones, you know, just like they promised yep. um, Tilda Swinton's character earlier that they would. Yes. And, and Molnir. Yep. Yeah, he yep. had to and, return yep, that. He had to return Mjolnir, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Stones, Mjolnir, back to their original points in time. So they could avoid any of those branching yeah. off quantum. Dark path. Yeah, exactly. Timelines, yeah. So uh, 
in a big twist, you know, they, they say, all right, you know, it's going to take you about whatever, five seconds. Yeah. It'll give you more time than you need. Mm-hmm. So uh, Professor Hulk flips the switch after five seconds, and he's back, and no. No. There's no Steve Rogers. Nobody, nada. And they're looking what went wrong, and then you he see says, Bucky. I don't know. He ran right by his time mark. Yeah. You know, you see Bucky turn, and uh, yeah, and he 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 says, Sam. What am I? They look out, you know, towards the distance, mm. and you see a, you see a, you know, a little uh, little chair. I thought it was bench. Little Steve Rogers. That's what I thought yep, at first that's too. That's what I thought. That's what I thought at first, yeah. but um, it might as well have been yeah. because yeah. You got the bench, you go up, and it's it's Steve Rogers, but as an elderly man. Mm-hmm. And they have a beautiful <clears throat> conversation back and forth. And Steve says, you know, I, I finally went and got that life yeah. that I always wanted. He got that dance with the right partner he was he waiting did. for. He did. He went back. He married Peggy Carter. They had a great life together. Dude, that shot of them dancing with their heads touching. I oh, was yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just a... A really nice send off to Cap. So, you know, effectively in this film, you know, we're not only losing Iron Man, we lost Steve Rogers as yeah. Captain America, but we potentially gained Sam Wilson as the new Captain America, yeah. which, uh, just like we mentioned, the Loki TV show on the Disney streaming network coming out in the near future. They're also doing, it's called, yeah. tentatively, it's called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I can get on board with that. It may turn into Captain America and the Winter Soldier now. Yeah, yeah. Because that was only a placeholder name. I will say, I was hoping Bucky would become the new Captain America. I don't yeah. know why. I He has the super soldier aspect already. Um, Falcon does not. He's got the wingsuit. That's about it. Yep. But... I'm not disappointed either. No, I no, think, I think Falcon I, is a better choice after I thought about it for a little bit. Yeah, because you know, I mean, Bucky Barnes was essentially a fucking terrorist who went yeah, and, and shot up public places and buses and what else, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think the embodiment of what it is to be <clears throat> Captain America yeah. currently fits Sam better than it does Bucky, which is kind of that's not what to say we're not going to see Bucky pick up the shield at some point. Yeah, no. Down the line, but yeah, so right now Sam Wilson is our new Captain America. Blacked we'll in America, if you will. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll see how that we'll see how it pans out. But this was one of my initially my biggest gripe with the movie. They broke all their time travel rules by doing this with Steve Rogers. How so? Because by him it's kind of hard. I've been researching it all day. By him going back into a different timeline and mm-hmm. living it out with Peggy Carter, which they kind of hint to, they don't definitely, they don't confirm it, but it's implied that he went into the other timeline, lived his life with Peggy Carter, and then came back to our timeline. If he did that, he would not be able to come back to our timeline as an old man. No, he didn't do that. He went back in the the current our timeline and he just lived with Peggy Carter. He just, he, he aged naturally in our current timeline yeah. after putting all the stones and Mjolnir back. And I just see this whole time. I've been trying to do the whole time travel thing all day, trying to figure out how it could have been possible. And it just seemed that like that was my, a, that was my understanding of it. There's a lot I, of, um, there's a lot of, you just kind of have to assume basically for it to work but and that seems to be the consensus on that one part of the movie is most people have a problem with that 
just because it didn't add up. And now that you mentioned that, I'm going to do a little bit more research into it. That was that me. was my take on it. He yeah. took all the stones, put them back where they were supposed to go. But how did how did he he because they said that you can't travel back into your own timeline. You have to because the second you enter the past, you're creating a new timeline that you can't avoid. That correct? Uh, <clears throat> because and that's how I'm thinking. How's he going to enter the prime? timeline prime if you well, if she, you will you know if you go back to the again i apologize i keep forgetting tilda swinton's character but yeah when she described it 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 was less about i think she said it was less about um going back and creating a divergent timeline than it was removing a stone well from that's, a specific point in that's time actually a different create, set of rules the stone thing actual time travel with the prim particles is another set of rules which Hulk explains. And like he explains, by going in the past, all of a sudden your past is your future and your present is your past or something like that. Mm -hmm. And basically what they're explaining is you can't go into the past in your own timeline because once you do that, it creates a new timeline, a new alternate reality. And that's where I got hung up. <clears throat> which maybe it did. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it did because like, it in, so, you know, theoretically, well, he... Well, he went back and he started to age naturally yeah. and live his life. You know, his Steve Rogers counterpart at that point was still on ice. Yeah. Which means even when the other Steve Rogers came back, so all that shit was still happening. And that's kind but of But he what, was just living his life with Peggy, letting it happen. Which is the one because possibility that, is they keep it a secret. That's that's totally my guess. Yeah, they keep it a secret. He's His counterpart is on ice. He lives in secrecy with his love of his life. That's my assumption. Yeah. Again, like I said, there's a lot of assuming to do to get to that point. Because he has no he has no need to change anything in that timeline. <clears throat> yeah. Because he knows he's going to end up with her anyway. Because she, that, that version of him is going to live that life and eventually go back in time to do what he's doing. So it's, it's that whole... There, there's multiple different... And also, Winter Soldier, he sees... Um, Agent Carter, when she's old, has dementia in her deathbed, and she says she has a husband, but we never see him. She never names him. And because she has dementia, she might not even remember it. It could have been Steve Rogers from the future. My thing is, I think it was Steve Rogers from the future. Yeah. And she knew that she couldn't tell him that because that would fuck up the timeline. Ah, I didn't think about yeah, that Yeah, because either. if she... Yeah. On her deathbed, you know, right. she, he would have had to have cemented that into her that... <clears throat> Because he, because keep in mind, he already lived it. Yeah. So he could have said, on this day, you know, I'm going to come and you can't say anything. Yeah, exactly. Or else it's going to fuck with the timeline. That's, yeah. Nope. That is a solid point. So, Edward. like, yeah, it's tough, man. It, it's tough to time wrap your travel head around. Is, time travel the uh, time travel. It's even tough is, to say. Yeah, it's complicated, dirty, and messy, but I think we can all, all agree on that, you know. All right. So let's, let's move on. Yeah, let's wrap it we're up. We're almost yeah. at an hour and a half, yeah. so. <laughs> So, uh, another kind of weird thing, Peter Parker, back to school. In the same grade. In the same grade, because... With everyone the same age. With everyone the same age, which I kind of thought was odd. I guess we're making the assumption that yeah. they were all snapped. I think word from the director is where we're assuming they all snapped, yeah. So, all of his close friends were snapped. Mm -hmm. So, they're essentially all going back to school, even though five years have passed. They didn't miss any. Yeah. I'm guessing they're probably going to address this in Far From Home. Which I'm guessing certain certain kids that they were in the school with. Yeah, 
they've probably like they're in college now or well, they've graduated or a lot of misinformation. This was not the end of phase three. It wasn't. Far, Far from, from home, home is the end. Is the end of phase three. Which was interesting because they <clears throat> they came out and said that right before Endgame came yeah. out. So what do they have up their sleeve? I get. I I'm don't know. You know. I maybe don't know. they'll tie up an, a loose end or two from Endgame in Far From Home. They could. Maybe they definitely could. Yep. So uh, I mean, another one of my theories again <clears throat> with Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man dying, Tony yeah. Stark dying. Will we eventually see Riri Williams? As Ironheart, that is, yeah. which Marvel comic readers will know, uh, Riri Williams. She is a uh, young girl, super genius, not unlike Tony Stark. She's Fifteen, right? I think she's fifteen. Yeah, genius level intellect, <clears throat> just like Tony. And she actually, from a young age, she reverse engineers her own Iron Man suit. Yeah, um, which could kinda, be the noise at the end of the movie. You could know, be. You never know. It could be, and. Um, they they'd have to change this up a little bit because it gets to the point where she does a lot of this while while uh, Tony Stark is still alive yeah. in the comic. Yep, and eventually he goes into a coma, and she becomes Ironheart, which is essentially the new Iron Man. Yeah, she actually gets Tony Stark as an AI in her suit, which is I'm thinking this could be a way they could bring him back. Which you know what? The more I think about it, since I've seen your note on this, I don't think I would like that. Yeah, I I'd like to see Tony Stark gone for good. Yeah, because I it, it would cheapen the death <clears throat> yeah. to bring him back. Yep, but I could potentially see it like an AI or something I like that. I see what you mean. I could see it too. But yeah. she's pretty badass. Uh, if, if you get a chance, Google it. Ironheart. Definitely. It's, this suit looks cool. I'll tell you that much. So that pretty much wraps up the movie review discussion. Again, I probably give it a ten out of ten. I'm probably we, at about a nine point five out of a t- yeah. out of ten. Yeah, yeah. But like, ex- expectation wise, I mean, it it blew away. Met it, it was everything I wanted. Yeah, absolutely, everything I wanted in this film, I got. They tied. Again, it we up. nitpicked a few things, but it doesn't matter. No man, the film was terrific. They had send offs for everybody. They wrapped up this eleven year journey, twenty two movie fucking count perfectly, I think. And um, I'm so happy with the way it played out. So real quick before we end this, I mean, where does Marvel go from here? Dude, I don't even know. I know they're going cosmic, but I mean, re- in reality, what can you what can you do that tops a battle like that? Except Mar- in space. You Marvel know? versus X-Men. <clears throat> That's the only thing. They have X-Men and Fantastic Four up their sleeve now. So they, I could I could see that. That's you could do Marvel versus X-Men. We talked about it in the last episode. You could do Secret War. Yep, or, so, and I actually noticed you have this here. I was thinking of it too, Galactus. They could yeah. try again with that. Yeah, yeah, and the only tough thing is, like, you, you already did the, essentially the alien, quote-unquote alien big bad Yeah. Um, in Thanos, you know, getting the Infinity Stones, the Infinity Gauntlet. <clears throat> Galactus, again, you mentioned they're going cosmic. Yeah. He would fit in with that theme as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Um, then you can introduce people like the Silver Surfer which could bring in the Fantastic Four. So mm-hmm. to me, Galactus makes the most sense. Brings everybody in. Um, and, you know, Galactus is, he's essentially going around eating planets. Yeah. And not only that, but they mention how when Thanos uses the stones to break the stones, he sends out a giant gamma ray burst, yep. which could essentially be the cause of the new mutants because that's how the mutants come to be in the comics, correct? Sure. Is the gamma ray burst. 
Yeah. And because he sent that out, that could be how we're going to be bringing mutants into this universe. You know, and maybe that's what they're leaving for the next Spider-Man Maybe, movie. yeah. Maybe they're going to hint at that. Yeah, that's one possibility. Definitely. So, definitely possible. So, and then lastly, I mean, at this point, what the hell can DC do? Stick to with, their fucking animated movie. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell can they do to bridge some of this gap that the MCU has? Uh, let Get Marvel, bought by Disney, I guess? As much as it pains me to say this, let Disney stick their hand up their ass and be the puppet. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I am a diehard DC fan. You know this, Ed. I'm not secret about it. So it kills me to say that Marvel does a better job, but I accept good work when there's good work to be accepted. And... I don't know. I don't think they can catch up. Yeah, I, you might be right. I you might think, be right. I think they need to, again, I would scrub everything they have. Yeah. yeah scrub it all, complete re- reboot, recast everyone. Completely. Get rid of Zack Snyder. Even though I love Man of Steel, everything else was a... Yeah. You know. 300 was good too, but yeah, he, but doesn't, I mean, he hasn't done anything notable. No. Really, just, in my opinion, he since lost then. it, and it didn't work. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> what else, man? What else, what else we got? Is that it? I think that's it. I mean, shit. It was a lot. It was a lot. While, man. It was a lot. It was a lot of movie to talk about. And we about. still just didn't get in half the shit we should have talked about. But that's just because it's so much. Go and see it for yourself, guys. If you haven't, you're fucking missing out. And the longer you wait, the more the spoilers are going to be coming out. Yeah. So. Yeah. So many. Uh... But if you've listened to this, then you're already screwed. So <laughs> yeah, you're already you're yeah. already one step behind the game. Absolutely. But yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, fellow randos. And, uh, oh, the randos. I love it. I just coined it. All right. Right now. (laughs) Thank you, randos. I like (laughs) it. We're going to run with it. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be back. We'll be talking Game of Thrones in a couple weeks. Yeah, buddy. And, yeah, thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. We love you all (laughs) 3,000. We love you 3,000.